Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. Episode 261, one more than 260, also with special guest, Nick Spacek. Hello! All right. Uh, we're very excited to be back um, in this, this now post-election week, but we're recording it pre-election. Who yeah. knows what happened? Don't spoil it for us. Yeah, I, I don't know. How you how you would unless unless you're just about to burst in from the future and be oh. like we got to go back and fix it? Wouldn't that be a waste of a time machine usage to like mm-hmm. come and? It's true. And, hey, speaking of speaking of time machine usages, I I gotta say I I, uh, I watched because uh, it was uh, on Amazon Prime. I watched um, Terminator Dark Fate, the one that I don't know if it ever really came. <laughs> but uh i gotta tell you guys i was not i did not have high hopes i suffered through the last couple terminators was that the one which one was that uh this one was dark fate it's the one where linda hamilton's back okay i haven't seen that one yet yeah not awful okay first of all don't get me wrong the bar is so low at this point like it's you don't have to be you don't have to be great at this point but i gotta say after Terminator and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it's the best of the Terminator series. And again, Barr really drops after Terminator 2. Really <laughs> Barr. So like third. So it's third, yeah. Okay, so that's another way of saying third. Yes, I was sort of building it up. Anyway, I didn't know if anybody else had seen it. I have no. Uh, Tanya was really super. My wife uh, was was super excited when she saw it was on there. So like, I know we'll be watching it at some point. And like, I didn't hate Genesis, which I'm aware is kind of a hot take. Uh, I didn't hate it either. Like there were parts of it that I was just like, "This is fun," but mm-hmm. like, no, like I it, it wasn't great. But like, no. I did feel like basically at the end of it i was just like well that was that was the time i spent watching it and i was entertained uh mm-hmm. i will not be revisiting it nor will i be recommending it to people but like <laughs> yeah. i i didn't i don't feel like i need to claw that time back somehow yeah mm-hmm. and i would put this as as again uh, i was i was killing time on a uh, Jack had, uh, had gone to, to bed and I was just like, I got to watch something and, uh, well, you're on so let's try it. And uh, it was surprisingly uh, surprisingly engaging. Um, only a few really ass-clenchy moments. Um, like, it's it's a solid don't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I would have I been disappointed if I would have seen it in the movie theater, but I also like sometimes like a movie like that where it's just like maybe it's a little late or something. I'm like, I might fall asleep, so I don't want to start something that I care that much about. Uh, maybe I'll start something that if it sucks and I fall asleep, I didn't miss anything. And now I know it sucks and I can be like, cool, check that off the list of movies I haven't <laughs> seen before. Speaking of things that I fell asleep to watching and uh, kind of the reason that <laughs> Nick and I connected about uh, having, having Nick come on, uh, so I uh, made a I made a comment about the new stand uh, trailer that's coming out, saying, "Oh, this looks awesome!" 
and and Nick posted, yeah, but check out this, you know, the opening scene from the original TV series of The Stand. And I went, I went and watched it, and I'm like, actually, yeah, you know, you're right. That is actually really, really good because I remember it having been good. But it, but the last time I watched it, I had I think just read the book uh, for the second or third time, and I was in my 20s, so I was very judgmental, like you are in your 20s. And watching that series really kind of was a bit of a letdown. Um, but going back and rewatching the original series uh, was pretty delightful. So I, I so yeah, I, and, and Nick, you had some you had some thoughts on on that that the 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 original, and I hope on the new one as well. Uh, no, like the the uh, I reread uh, the stand when we went on a camping trip uh, at the end of june and uh, uh sorry at the end of september and i was just like re sort of like thinking about like everybody who was in the original and just like remembering like basically like re like revisiting and like looking at plot summaries because like it's been forever since i've seen it although you can evidently get it for like five bucks on dvd at walmart right now and I got almost a VHS copy if you uh, if you need to borrow it. <laughs> and and for those of us who have like Roku TV, you can actually if you get the YouTube channel, the entire five hours is on YouTube. So if you don't want to pay for the DVD copy, it's not as good a quality. I will guarantee you that, but it is on there. No, but like the the crazy thing about like the story and I like hearing about like what they're going to do with the new one is that both of them seem to like having revisited the book like it seems like they're they skip over the best parts of the book to get to the most boring part of the book right. which is like the boulder free zone because like i don't want to see meetings and i don't like i want to see trash can man and the kid like stuck in like trying to work their way through the the tunnel in colorado shits about votes or things like that like i want to see like uh larry underwood and um oh god what's her name uh like uh like you're not a nice guy like like in the streets of new york like post plague and stuff like that like i want to see all of the like that stuff where it's like dark and screwed up like i don't want to i the, that's the most interesting stuff and that seems to be like the things that they think nobody wants to see uh or but, no possibly like, I, the, I have super fond memories of the the original stand miniseries like it's like one of the best things that like rob lowe has ever done and definitely the best thing that bill foggerbach has ever done <laughs> I would argue probably some of Sinise's top work too. Really, I mean Sinise's career sort of uh, has 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 gotten a little quiet, um, but uh, you know he he was good in that. I mean it, it holds up uh, his his stew. Um, I mean Stu's one of those characters that you're supposed to really root for, but he's also a quiet guy, so he doesn't make a real compelling screen character. Um, and I think it's an easy which is why James Marsden is playing him in the new one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's real hard to. I, I think one of the tricks of you know uh, the, of writing it would be to yeah kind of keep characters like 
keep the stew care, keep the relatively normal characters um, more entertaining because it does contain a lot of like those early Stephen King areas where he's really not good at like you know racial sensitivity and, <laughs> um, and in-depth character development and. Uh, you know his characters are mainly archetypes, and they're good archetypes, but they're you know they're not real real in depth. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Like the, the one that always sticks out in my mind from the uh, the book that I I think would translate into film fantastically. Uh, but again, you'd probably have to have the money and resources, and I'm not sure certainly that the '80s show did. Um, but that insane scene in the in the uh, TV studio when the 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 I think it's military people have taken over the TV studio and they they're playing oh, yeah. where it's like one one guy it's like a game show where one guy's just popping off the contestants um, one after the other and everybody it's just like the sense of just insane cackling laughter in the background not that it's realistically in there but it really builds that tension of like this is absolutely all gone to shit and it was for me it was one of the pivotal moments where she's like okay this things are haywire this is not you can't come back from this place and neither one of them is kind of or at least the, the the original series didn't didn't show any of that and i think it's probably because of budget constraints but uh yeah. i've been a little bit intense too for like an abc miniseries I am kind of curious, like, I'm super interested because, like, the, the, the CBS All Access series is going to be 10 episodes. Um, so, like, even, but that means, like, you know, even if it's at an hour each, it's still going to be, like, a little bit longer than the, than the original miniseries. Not by, like, a whole lot, but, you know, somewhat. So, I'm mm-hmm. hoping they can get in some of, like, that weirder stuff. Yeah. I, I am kind of curious, like the, the, the success of it to me stands on like the, those characters who like, aren't the, the main characters, like, like how you're at, who plays Tom Cullen turns out like how your trash can man turns out like, and I'm still not quite sure who plays him in the new mini series, but like also like, like surprisingly like the one of the standouts in that original series is like you know like they got matt furrer to play trash game in but they get like corin nemec like at the time was parker lewis of parker lewis can't lose tying into last episode i guess mm-hmm. uh like plays harold louder and he is so perfect <laughs> yeah I, I do have to say from the original in, in rewatching it though, uh, opposite Harold Lauder is uh, is Molly Ringwald, who is so I like Molly Ringwald, but she's so bad in that. I mean, the character there's not a lot of character development in that character either. Yeah, so, Franny's you know, like the least interesting character. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a great character, but oh man, just some of those scenes in Maine <laughs> with her and her. <laughs> dad are just they're really hard to watch and and not in a not in a delightful culty sort of way but more in a oh can we just can we just move on please sort of way um, my hope my hope with this 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 upcoming one though is that like they we get like at least like a couple bars of baby can you dig your man like i just kind of want it right like, I, like I just feel like that's like oh that was a wasted opportunity. But like also again, 
Like they don't really do much with like the before, like, uh, and and that's that to me is like some of the like the most interesting stuff. That's like why you care about these characters, is because like you get to see like you get to see Larry Underwood go from being like a drug-addled like overnight sensation to being like a legit you know he is a good guy in in the end mm. i think yeah. too it gives you the stakes of the good versus evil are higher when you realize that like that's everybody who's left and it's not that many people and either it's going to be real good i guess or real bad i feel like i don't know if you're just starting from like these people kind of gathering together maybe you don't quite see uh, like uh, how big this this standoff between good and evil is going to be and you also get like the idea of like the what it took to survive yeah um and and that's sort of like the the appeal of it is that you get you get a bit of that post apocalyptic wandering the wasteland thing which mm-hmm. is like why that genre has been around for so long like that's that's the best part is like seeing people fight in the rubble of what once was yeah well and it raises the stakes for you know the the that that good versus evil conflict and and yeah absolutely and for anybody who's not hasn't watched the trailer isn't familiar with kind of the way that they're approaching this new one they're they're gonna show all of the pre-pandemic stuff in flashbacks and they're gonna start in i think my understanding of it was they're starting in the boulder free zone which is uh, after which in the book is about maybe a third to closing in on halfway through the book um, where that that period starts mm-hmm. that changeover starts but um, there's so it's a whole lot of, of yeah. I feel like it's a good halfway through the old miniseries yeah but it also depends on how heavily they're relying on, you know, kind of having those flashbacks. I mean, they could make up a fairly integral part of the overall story if it keeps bouncing back and forth. But yeah, I don't know. That could be, I guess, a way to stretch the more interesting stuff into the more boring stuff if you're using it as flashback <laughs> to, to give more resonance to the shit that's going on there to explain things. It, it, it's more of a high wire act, though, I feel like to pace that shit and like to stitch it together right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm also excited because apparently there's a new ending to this one, which is... Oh! Yeah, he's, he's apparently there. I don't know if it's a new ending as in the, the, the actual ending event is different or if it's a different resolution at the end afterwards, kind of, you know, postscript. But I did read that Stephen King's done a new finish for this one. So I'm hoping it'll be an actual, like, full-on alternative ending because, spoiler alert, the whole uh, the whole previous ending. Spoiler alert for an 80s novel. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't checked this out yet, the nuclear bomb ending, to my mind, was a huge, even at the time, was a huge disappointment. I was just like, okay. And then it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like my, the, the, the thing I, like, I, I enjoy about the book that isn't really in the novel is, like, Stu and Tom Cullen, like, working their way back to Colorado because it much um you know the it, it's like the the 
like I, I'm sure that if it were in a show, it would be very much like the end of uh, the two king, like the return of the king, like uh-huh. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, it's not over yet. Oh, cool. I was going to go to the bathroom, but I guess I got another twenty minutes. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I mean, like I'm, I'm excited for it, and I like I'm curious as to like what they, they, they do with the the whole thing but i mean like it has a lot to live up to but it's also been around for like 40 years so like i mean there's i'm and it's been what 25 since the the last maybe even job, like, like, closer to 30 when was it it was 94 okay so i guess 26 well, and I, and I think it's it's hard, you know, for anything that that you know you read. I don't know. For me, it was like a a early late. It was like a, a late teens read when I originally read the stand. Late teens, early twenties, somewhere in there. So it's like indelibly etched in that time period where you know things are. You take things real. You can bring things in real close, and so it's like that's the that's like the fanboy level. My my stand fanboy level is extraordinarily high. So I got to. <laughs> myself from that and be like it's okay for it to to not quite match my full expectations um but uh, i am looking forward to it because i think it's great that it's getting a, a re-showing i i am probably going to take advantage of it to like uh one of my friends shared on instagram there's some company that does like exclusively stephen king inspired merchandise and one of them is a, a shirt that just has all of the phases of the moon and it just says M O O N that spells moon. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I really, like I saw, I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Like I don't need another t-shirt. I don't need another black t-shirt especially, but that one, I was just like, ah, oh, God damn it. I have to say it, it has like it's getting me to hang on to CBS all access a little longer because I've been getting it off and on to watch the Star Trek shows basically or catch another thing or two I can't remember what all has been on there but they've they've now started to figure out like just they're getting enough programming to start lining it up to the point where it's like fuck now it's harder to turn it (laughs) off for a couple months (laughs) yeah there was something else on there I remember seeing that I wanted to watch but I I can't remember what it was was Discovery started back up it's been pretty good I guess it's like a week ago since I've seen it but uh, it's good I like I we, like where they're going with it. We should take a moment to uh, appreciate our sponsors. That's true. The, the that's right. Uh, our sponsor, Sunflower Publishing, and yeah, the, and the Sunflower Publishing official Will's Drunk Puppet Drop, which is hitting you right now, courtesy of Sunflower Publishing. That's just what I was wondering. That's what I was just wondering. That's what I was just wondering. That's right. Well, that was a good one. Yep. Yep. That's hilarious. Also, our other our other sponsor, uh, Applebee's. Um, like, if if you if you haven't committed a murder, but you thought about it like more than a few times, Applebee's. That's right, Applebee's. We're gonna keep doing these. He's gonna keep doing these till you give us a sponsorship check, big one, mm-hmm. two trucks worth of money. Yep. No, no. Have you discussed the the possibility of like trade where they just give you like a bunch of like those dollar cocktails where they just like 
pour yeah. that give you like a gallon's worth because i mean like that's what at a dollar per i mean like that's that's at least like 30 or 40 bucks let me ask you this we're open to negotiation applebee's but like you got to bring something to the table like, i mean we ask the guests now that we're affiliated with applebee's when was the last time you were went to applebee's and like you don't have to have sat down just like we're in an applebee's I would say, like, the last time I went to Applebee's was when one of my kids was in middle school, junior high, and got, like, something where they won, like, an Applebee's gift card for something. So, I mean, like, that's a solid, like, 10 years ago at least. So, like, at least a solid decade. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think it's time that you went back? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been to I've been to an Olive Garden in, in more recent memory. So, oh, like, bye. you're fine. definitely a Chili's more recently than either. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I appreciate your, your, your candor. Um, and how would you rate that experience from a, a decade ago? And had you thought about committing murder like several times before you went there? Uh, no, but like, ironically, interestingly enough, while I was there, definitely like a solid half dozen times. Mm-hmm. You can see where it's the it's a place for like for nascent homicidal urges. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, I I understand and apps why why they have Applebee's. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, like I want some spinach. If you could murder a person it. or some potato skins, Applebee's is for you. Okay, I mean, they're taking up more of our headspace than we we really initially intended, and I'm it's sorry. True. I gave them two two this week. That's you know what Sunflower Publishing. Here's another drop brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. Let's even it out. Here's another drop. I'm responsible. He's your creation. There we go. It's all even. Keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> good, good stuff. That uh, you'd be you'd be laughing and you'll be laughing when you when you listen to this again on on uh, to hear yourself um on the on the show on the rebroadcast because mm-hmm. uh it's hilarious. We're we're running out of time. Nick, is there anything you want to talk about or do you wanna you wanna like throw out your, your things? Oh, my things. Uh, I do a podcast about soundtracks called From and Inspired By, and probably about the time this episode is dropping, there will be an episode with uh, the gentleman who runs the anime reissue label, Tiger Lab Vinyl. Uh, I'm super excited about it uh, because it took literally two years, despite the fact that we are friends on Twitter and talk regularly. Um <laughs> Because that's what happens when you're busy people. Uh, also, go read the pitches. Best of Kansas City issue. It's dope, and there's like an entire section devoted entirely to Lawrence. Nice, nice. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and uh, really, honestly, people, if you want to, uh, if you want to hear a, a really solid podcast, uh, go listen to the next. It's much better than this one. Exactly. Uh, really enjoy it. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to have you back after the the new stand has aired to get to get a little a little uh, recap. Oh, we'll talk about it. Stand oh, for death. Yeah, in the new year, in the twenty twenty one, when maybe things will change. Yeah, maybe we have double hope. deuce. Double deuce.
Ooh, hopefully that election went well. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>